This is Chris from Houston, and you're listening to Drunkards United. Come on, you irons. Yeah, come on, you irons. Give us our first win of the fucking season, baby. Um, hey, Mel, do you have to do my lord? I don't. Hey, Sam, do you have to do my lord? Uh, top of the league, bro. Nah. Uh, guess who else doesn't have to do my lord? Could it be? For once. Oh, could it be a no my lord Monday? Why, yes, it is. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, Long-haired hippie people need not apply. My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sam, do you know the uh, musical reference? Uh, vaguely, yes, I think. Song called Signs. Yeah. Yes, okay, very good. Yeah. Uh, just want to make sure you, you caught that. It was Ta- there. Taylor's kirking out right now because this is a song from his youth. <laughs> <laughs> he was 12 when that came out. Yeah. I no, was. No, no. The original. There's an original as I well. Was, I was a mere twinkle. Yeah. I was a mere twinkle in my parents' eye when the remake was done. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, Mr. Graham? Uh, doing very well. Uh, it has been a fantastic weekend and a great start to Vacation Sam. That is right, boys and girls. We have Vacation Graham. Hashtag Vacation Graham. Ooh. In the house. Get uh, in. Wolves no, have no natural predators. I can see there, there's a line. There's a line we are walking, Mel, mm-hmm. and it could be really great or it could be really bad. I just don't know. Whales can rip your face off if they came on it. <laughs> I just put but, it out there. That was on sound checking. Yep. We just that That's was true. Graphic detail. <laughs> that was that it's was true. Sam Graham's fun fan, fun animal fast. Sixty the, mile uh, an hour. It comes out. Dude, Jesus, Christ. it was in Reader's Digest. We're when I was at the DU Public House just 14. outside the nation's capital. You can check <laughs> us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can or not that's fine <laughs> mr graham tell the good people how they can get in touch it's at the football show and all the social medias and do you football show at gmail.com to get in touch via email mm-hmm. very easy very easy yes very if you have good. a sperm whale related fact uh just hit the old email up i'll tell you what the uh the the fits the fits were on fire uh this week chatting with them during their match and then also chatting with them during uh, my match as well it was a uh, a lot of fun on the Twitter this weekend. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people hooking up and talking and having a good time, and I very much appreciated that. What Mel? Mel's just looking I, bewildered. I said nothing. Yeah, the fits. The fits are a great group. Bunch of people with time on their hands. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, like, 
Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we about to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we sipping on? I am currently sipping on the Wilderness Trail Bourbon. Mm-hmm. They're bottle and bond, actually, version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yellow label. <laughs> that is a hunter proof. 24% wheat and 12% barley that leaves you a 64% corn mm-hmm. mash bill on this one. This is bottle 217 of 250 uh, from Danville, Kentucky, which is interesting. I only know Danville, Virginia. So these are... Um, right across the border. These are apparently. part of the, um, the bit of Kentucky distillers. Uh, who started up with the craft movement, but because you're based in Kentucky, you really can't fuck around. You got to come proper. Yep. So all of them, nobody released white dogs. Nobody released anything for a good four or five years before. Um, these guys, Bardstown's another one as well. New Riff is another one who um, New Riff made uh, the top twenty list from uh, Whiskey Advocate a few a few years back with their with their rye whiskey and. I tell you, it's you couldn't tell the difference between this and an old school classic. You know, you can sure. tell this with the difference yeah. between this and a wild turkey or this and an old granddad. It's just a real damn good whiskey. And um I've been pleasantly surprised by every single bottle that I've drank from Wilderness Trail. They've also got really kick ass barrel picks too. Most people who've done barrel picks with them um haven't been disappointed with them either. Our boys, uh Justin and Doc have done actually very well with barrel picks from them uh, i bought both of those i don't think i brought them on here because it was too good i just had it at home i just didn't even have a chance to save it here on my i can't do anymore you want to help me out you can just keep talking that's not uh, hard christian I just, in the yes. chat says uh will sperm coming at you faster than a ronaldo miss yeah very good well that was uh you know uh christian glad you're in the uh chat tonight the we were talking last week when we did the facebook live with you about um barrel um the brand barrel mm-hmm. honestly okay so barrel sources 90 percent of their juice instead of spending the hundred bucks on a bottle of most barrels like most of they have a few that are in the 70 range for the most part they're hundred dollars a bottle spend 50 and get wilderness trail instead every single bottle is phenomenal they really really make good juice them like i said bardstown and new riff those three guys all making great stuff um rabbit hole is another one of those and rabbit hole makes phenomenal juice um or just cool. wank off a whale <laughs> sam what else do we need to do drink responsibly <laughs> yeah and and also apparently scuba dive responsibly as well there, wow cheer, cheers stud oh we gotta do that don't we Everybody very proud of that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Y'all are pretty excited about that one, aren't you? Not terrible, Um, that. I wouldn't go jerking each other off yet. We still got a whole hour to do. No, I'm Um, still working on the whale. You know what? This this weekend, we were minus the Roses rivalry, a battle of two big big six sides, and the El Gatwico. But that doesn't matter because there were still some great fucking matches. Fulham 3, Nottingham Forest 2, Spurs 3, wait, I'm sorry, Son 3 more, 6, Leicester <laughs> City 2. You know what? Forest 
it was kind of how you and I talked about it on injury time. It was like Forrest at home seems to have a little bit of extra mojo going to him, which of course is going to be natural being newly promoted, but they get the, they get the lead and it seems like everything's going okay. They go in at halftime with the lead. You're like, all right, they'll be fine. And then six minutes later, it was fucking three to one. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Mel, if you could do me a solid and find a pen for me, that'd be great. Um, uh, he forgot forgot his pen today. On that's in, it's sitting firmly on my passenger seat. Ah, good job. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, it was a weird game. At the end of the day, I think Fulham deserved the win. I do. They agree. had the better play overall. However, Forrest looked good. I liked the way Forrest played. I was excited by the the way they played. I was I was happy they did what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Just they had a six minute, as you said, a six minute stretch that sucks. And Fulham took the lead and went one beyond what they could muster. Yeah, exactly. I I well, I have this listed here. I said Forrest has all the pieces, but none of the parts. It seems, but they're starting to get it together. It feels like. It feels like the puzzle pieces are starting to link. Well, They're I, starting I, you to You know what? I, I'm, I'm just reading my notes here again, and um, this is a quote. I said, Forrest were pretty efficient, and on a different day with a little luck, may have snuck a point. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I, I very much think that's true. Yeah. Have have a have a, a team that's not in good form in their building, like, you know, where they beat mm-hmm. West Ham, one nothing, like... West Ham put it off the post. West Ham had plenty of opportunities. Dean Smith, uh, Dean Henderson made a couple of great saves. Absolutely, that happened but, as well. But one uh, found a way. Awonyi finally got a goal that he meant to <laughs> score. So that's that's invigorating. Uh, it was just, it was such a, like a counterattacking both sides, kind of just hit 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 hit. What I thought but was going to be a really... The final pass kind of lacked a lot of times, in my opinion. Honestly, what I thought was going to be a real dud game ended up being really <laughs> yeah, fucking fun. The, no, it was, it was end-to-end stuff. Honestly, one of the best matches of the weekend. It's why it's in the first segment. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking... It was, and it was one where, as we get into the next one, it was very one-sided with, with Spurs just kind of running mm-hmm. buckshot on... Uh, on um, Leicester, but I mean, it's eight fucking goals. We have to talk about it, right? Um, but with Fulham and Forest, it seemed like even with the quick barrage of goals that Fulham had, it felt like Forest could get back into it. That, it felt that's like what Fulham I'm saying. Wanted to let them back into it too. Yeah, hundred percent. They, they Forest gave a great account of themselves. Uh, one one last question before we go into the next match is: Do we think? Do we think Fulham's figured it out this time? I, I think they have. Yeah, I think they have. Yeah, you'll really notice do. the uh, all, full disclosure. We, um, I handed Sam my uh, predictions today for the season. By the way, the room was dark, so I just folded them right up and didn't even look at them. So I have no idea other than I know you Great. handed them to me. Uh, we normally keep them to ourselves in an envelope. This time, because of the manager firing situation, I decided to print him a copy and give them to him yeah. in his own uh situation and um uh that was the end of that okay. i don't know why I, yeah fulham fulham and what sure. they and and this go around what's different i, I, I certainly marco silva is different but 
they're playing with players who've gone up and down a few times. But the, yeah, but, but besides that, you're absolutely right about that point. But the Marco Silva thing sticks in my mind because of how bad he was at Everton defensively. Yeah. Yeah, he had one good in year. In general. Then it, but then uh, went, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about his managerial style. Right. I'm talking about specifically defensively. He was fucking atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, very true. At his entire time at Everton. Yeah. His entire time at Watford. Yeah. Was horrendous. And yeah. This, this team's playing pretty good fucking defense. Defensively was horrible. Yeah. All of a sudden... Here we go again, right? Marco Silva in the league. Got a team that likes to spend money. With you know, they try to play expansive, uh, expansive football. Let's see what happens. They're kind of robust. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. They're kind of staunch. Dare I say? All of a sudden. Fuck. What now? Yeah. You know, I. I think Marco Silva has looked at his own career and said, yeah, I'm going to do things differently. Mm-hmm. I think Fulham Football Club has stopped trying to be, you know, opening packs on FIFA. Right. We don't, you know, we don't have to change the entire team. Exactly. Uh, you, know, you know, hey, you know, is Tim Ream the best center back in the world? No, but. But it's he serviceable. Stu- but is he stuck with us and has it worked? Yeah. yeah. So why do we keep benching him in favor of buying a new guy? Like, but so all of a sudden, this kind of perfect storm of, I'm going to change my tactics as a manager, mm-hmm. and the club is, I'm going to change our style as a club, and we're going to come together and form this harmony of fucking sitting in, what, seventh place or something? Mm-hmm. Is it now? Yeah. Something like yeah, that? Sitting in seventh. Seventh? I think that's right. It, it it's it's great, it's great. I do. I I I think this is a totally different club. I think they're going to stay up. So let's go ahead and move on to uh, Leicester and Spurs. Um, Leicester score quickly on a penalty, but not so fast. He does miss. Tillemans misses the first one, and uh, and hey, VAR got it right. Larice's foot was completely off the line. He went way too early because it wasn't like it was that bad of a penalty by. Tillemans like it almost felt like Larice got there a little too quick you know and then of course the retake goes in the back of the net but I gotta tell you Sam and then I'll let you go from here the minute they scored that goal and they were up one nothing I was like that ain't lasting that lead's not lasting and what was it fucking a minute later back of the net fucking uh Harry Kane less than I think yeah um no disrespect to Fulham fans. Uh, the fits I know are all over us on the internet, so mm-hmm. I just want to make sure we're being honest. Mm-hmm. They're in sixth. Oh, they're in sixth. Not cool. seventh. Cool. Um, they did still lose in the League Cup to um, 23rd place Crowley Town, though, right? I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. Uh, anywho. Yeah, so, the, on, like the worst at on, the time yeah the worst the sec- professional the, team no no they were the second worst oh and then last week we found out they're now the third worst so they're in 22nd place well we'll check later and see where they are but i'm i'm sure that's information that the i just got a weird vibe looking at my own recording here uh-huh yeah that i look like a a harry yakim love uh-huh and i think i should smell my balls 
Okay, thank you. Let's get back to... Uh, that can't be a title of a show. That will I, not be a show yeah. title. I, Smell I, my balls. I, I nope. saw you. I saw you grab for the pen. I'm like, there's no way that's a show title. <laughs> you know Yakim Love. Yeah. Yes, the, yes. the old Germany manager. Loves to have an old scratchy scratch. Okay. Sam. All right, fine. We're talking about Lester fine. and Spurs. No, we're talking about Spurs, which yeah. is the problem. Um. What a great chance for Lesser to start this game off, right? With a with a plum. Yeah. Bang. Go 1-0 up. Penalty. Easy days. You have it saved. Sure, he cheated. Fine. You score the rebound. I think that took away from the momentum. Okay. Fair enough. Does that make sense? Hey, it, it, I think Lester could have built from that. Mm-hmm. But it was a let off instead of a galvanizing factor. Does well, that make sense to you? Yes. Well, here's the and I, I, thing. I, I think that's the big problem that mm-hmm. happened in this game, and they didn't get confidence from the goal. So it just kind of football happened to them again. Well, and, well, I mean, not even so much football happened to them in the regards of the first two goals that get scored on them are inexplicable, inexplicable fucking set pieces. Yeah. That Lester has just been fucking off set pieces left and fucking right this season. I mean, they weren't very good at it last year. They are horrific at it this year. And it was like I told you, they scored that goal. And I thought to myself, I was like, well, that lead, it doesn't mean fuck. Like yep. they've, they've already given away. Yeah. It's already so far. They're winless this season, right? They have given away eight points with the lead in hand already this season. Yeah, I mean, th- we saw it against us, right? And, against and then, Arsenal. And then we, add that, that's now 11 points they've given away with the lead. Well, against Arsenal, we saw this, didn't we? Like, mm-hmm. They scored, and within two minutes, we were in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. There's no problem. Yep. Yeah? And they've done it again. Yeah. It's happened again. I don't know how Brendan right. Rodgers... Brentford recovers Jerome. from this. I uh, was at Brentford Jerome, Southampton beat them. You guys came back and beat them. And now Tottenham has come back and beat them. Cause they can score goals. So, you know what? I'll say it now. I've said it already, but I'll say it again. It's Danny Ward's fault. He is a terrible goalkeeper. He sucks. I hate him. I hate his face. I don't like it. If I saw him in the street, I'd punch him. All right. Well, now he's not good at soccer. Very he good. is not a good footballer. I think we've dug a very big ditch and we've put that in there. And we he's it. not good. It's very. Clear. I don't like his face. <laughs> no, your feelings. Like he anything. sucks. Yeah, I don't know why they keep playing him. Play anyone. <laughs> Play anyone else. Yeah, he's he's put he's Yuri Tillemans in goal. Put he's, an, anybody. He's, it doesn't he's, matter. He's the he Welsh, sucks. He's the Welsh national goalkeeper. So I guess and they uh, want to give him minutes before the World Cup. I'm I'm in a a, a group by, chat. By, by the way, seeing seeing him being uh, the Welsh national keeper, it's making me very very excited about our chances. Our chances, in the, yeah. In the group stage, fuck yeah. Just put it. Anywhere near the net. <laughs> I'm the in a, a very weird situation where mm-hmm. I'm in a like a money bet league uh, for the ESPN English soccer pick'em. Okay, right. And there's a lot of Spurs supporters there, and it's the chat has gotten a bit testy. Heard from time to time, 
But when somebody tried to tell me that Son was the greatest player that ever lived because of this weekend's hat trick, I kindly reminded him that that goalkeeper wouldn't even have started for Bowie fucking high school <laughs> my senior season. He is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how good the strike was. Right? Both of Son's goals were excellent. Oh, the first right? one. Well, he got three, but the first two the, were gorgeous. Uh, the, the third one. How did you make the keeper look so good? Yeah. Is the problem, son. Yeah. yeah. You don't even count that. <laughs> the first two were excellent. Uh but you're against Danny Ward, like I said. So what like I could do that. So uh, you could do that. You could have lied to Antonio Conte <laughs> and played the field for Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> And that's fucking and found the net. That's you, a, that's a very throwback. This is legit. Like it, Danny Ward is a fucking shithead uh, of a goalkeeper. Uh, uh, that's a story from uh, congratulations from, from, from Soundcheck, where Jesus I played an entire Christ. season on the field and lied to everybody about me being a goalkeeper, which was the position <laughs> I played forever and ever and ever. <laughs> everybody on Son's dick right now, jump off! It's a sinking so uh, hot so, air balloon. Uh, Son was you don't know where it's going to land. Son was benched because honestly, he's had a very poor start to the season and uh, hadn't scored before this game. <laughs> so then. Conte looks to him, and he can see the children in chorus behind singing and inspiring him and preparing him. And he was like, you know what? This is exactly the time I need to bring on Youngman's son. An inspiration to the children. I mean, really, side. this is what the went children. through Antonio Conte's head? I mean, Eric Dyer fucking scored. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously? This is what went through Antonio Conte's head? <laughs> Um, you gotta be fucking shitting me. You could. This is fucking Yahtzee. You rolled some dice and it worked. <laughs> the children, Sam. <laughs> the fucking children. Fuck off. Remember, Youngman's son is an inspiration this to the children. Is, no, he's not an inspiration to me. Um, well, I guess I'm not a child, aren't I? <laughs> I? I've hinted at it a few times, but now it's really time to lay down the real fucking question: Are the foxes in trouble? And does Brendan Rodgers have a job much longer? Um, no, he doesn't. I don't think. I think the only reason he does is because of money mm-hmm. and how much the um, uh, Shinodrava Pava uh, family has to pay him. Right. That's it. Uh, do you think the foxes are in real trouble? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm starting to, they I'm starting will, to think they e- are too. Even, even if they figure out a way to put it together, I'm worried they've already dug themselves a hole that they can't climb out of. Tim yeah. is in the uh, chat, which we got a lot of people watching tonight. Oh, uh, awesome. Hey, everybody. Tim said, uh, go, Roger still has a job. Six goals later, he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny yeah very good love it well holy shit hey sam i guess we gotta do another segment because we got fucking people actually watching us i know fuck (laughs) get your shit tighten it up motherfucker you got watermelon uh the top two sides both got bounce back victories and both with the same score line man city three wolverhampton nil Arsenal three, Brentford nil. Um, Sam, right off the bat, we are seven games into the season. 
Erling Holland already has 11 goals. Kevin De Bruyne already has 11 assists. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Uh, I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's just the benefits of being the greatest footballing side on the face of the planet that we're top of the Premier League. <laughs> um, Look at him turn into right. I don't know Arsenal why agenda. you're asking me about Manchester City right now because <laughs> some of us are, you know, flying higher than we would have expected. Well, <laughs> oh, I am very intrigued to see how it goes for you when you finally play them. Eventually. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's now postponed. Right. It's, oh, you, it could not work out better for you. The fact that it's gotten no, postponed it can't. before the World that's Cup. That's so fine. You, you know what? I'll them. fucking take it. Both matches after the World <laughs> Cup? I mean, what kind of... I will fucking take it. That is the kind of conspiracy shit, shit fucking windy, fucking rainy, dry field kind of shit that Jurgen Klopp lives for. If you win the title and they come in second and, and Liverpool comes in like third or fourth, I guarantee you Klopp will blame... That fixture setting, both of those games being moved to after the World Easy. Cup. Easy. He will blame all of it on that. Easy. <laughs> I, I want to find, uh-oh, it's not that. Um, There's a photo I want you to see, and it is in our group, so it's just a matter of me finding right there. Oh. We're talking about SETI. We obviously have to talk about the red card. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Uh, it, it, the Nathan Collins doing the Lord's work, mm-hmm. putting studs into Jack Grealish's sternum. Hey, Jack Grealish got a goal. How about that? He, he did. scored one. one minute in. Yeah. I but great, then great Erling Holland apparently yep. did that. <laughs> in, the, in the Crystal Palace game. There was Well, there was that, and then there was also the... Um, Ball that came off the keepers off of uh, um, Ederson's foot as well. There was a lot that was controversial in that Palace uh, City match. So here is my opinion. And if you want my opinion, the photo needs the context. Okay. Do you see where his head is? The he lowered his head, head, head yeah. into that position. Mm-hmm. He put himself into that situation. Yeah. That's not a red. That's a yellow. Do you? Yeah. It's, Mel, it's fair enough. Do you agree? Well, let, let's let's also remember the, that with VAR, it's going, they will freeze frame the pitcher to be exactly what you want it to be. You know? I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he, he, he lowered his head, right? Which actually, if you want to be honest, is a foul on him <laughs> for a dangerous, play. a dangerous yeah. play. Yeah, right. So all this, you do it all the time. It's fine. You know, I don't really get on you for it. It's okay. All your, you know, blue tinted glasses and all your, oh, but Liverpool wouldn't have done this. <laughs> and no, what I'm saying is, is, is the shit. top one, is Eric Cantonal esque? Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking drop oh, kick dude, dude, in dude, the dude, dude, chest. Dude, dude, dude. Do, do, do the bottom notes, one do you see is a no- foul on the Crystal, uh, Crystal Palace player. Okay, uh, you're coming in all hot. Do you see me disagreeing with you at all that Collins's card play wasn't no, a red card? I it's didn't, no, I just card. went for it. Yeah, I just it's absolutely. I didn't a red see card. anything. I just went for it. <clears throat> 
It's absolutely a red card. It's un unfucking deniable. It was a but fucking red card. You know what? I'm gonna also come on here and say that he should have gotten a yellow because he's doing the Lord's work. Okay, very good. Drop kicking <laughs> Jack Grillish is something the entire country get behind. That's yeah, very good. Very good. You're it's a, you. more unifying than now. There's a gang. <laughs> um, last Mel. Last, yes. No I'm good. Just trying. I you know uh, you know Jack. I still have a soft spot for my old fuck boy. Um, but, so and he's on my apparently team, Nathan so. Collins found that soft spot yeah. and he fucking wrecked it. Shit, <laughs> shit. Hey Mel, Mel. Yeah. I I I personally thought. Uh, Graham had a fucking soft spot for uh, old fuckboy Jack considering his new hairstyle. Well, I, the man bun over the weekend was uh, was It's truly not bun. It was an it's a nub. Point. It was an all-time <laughs> It's a Graham. nub. It is a nub. One, you just what? have a nub. It's not a bun. One, one last it's question. It's not long Graham. enough yet. Graham, one last question before we talk about what we know you ultimately want to talk about. Um, do we need to start worrying about wolves? Yeah. 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 I, I feel like I, there's not Diego Costa <laughs> has now signed for Wolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. That promo was fucking awesome, by the way. The promo's great. Did you hear about how Diego Costa felt about that promo? He was known to okay with it. He was like, I, I'm not sure what to do. These Wolves are Wolves. I'm scared. I, I, I I'm mean, fucking scared. I, I mean, honestly, if I'm the general manager of that team, I'd have walked up right up and fucked right in his face and go, you're Diego fucking Costa. Uh, you should shut know exactly what fuck up. Yeah. Tim, Tim A in the chat said there's, there's only one player with a more punchable face, Diego Costa. <laughs> no, it's not punchable. That's the problem. You want to punch it? It's welcoming to a punch. Uh -huh. But it's hard as fucking nails, so don't do it. Yeah, you're gonna hurt it's, yourself. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're out. Gonna break your own hand. Absolutely. <laughs> he has super punchable face. I'm I, in. I, just, I agree with that. I, However, if you do it, you can't wank for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? You are a fucking. You've handful. broken your hand. By the way, by the way, real quick, I just want yeah. it noted. It's My not big, good. Big big shout out to yeah. uh, to Timmy. Because he's in upside down world right oh, yeah. now, so it's it's uh, what like seven in the morning for yeah. him. Oh, there's a lot of people like Timmy said uh, that would be worth it. Uh, Taylor Thompson said uh, Sam Graham and Sam Houston, the two best nubs in the business. <laughs> oh, I think. But watching the chat, uh -huh. shout out to Sam Graham's mom. <laughs> hey, mommy! Hey, mom! Yeah, my mom's here. What's up? Fabulous. Uh, all right. The, the she asked me. You know what she asked me? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now, mm -hmm. Mel. Yeah. You take note. Okay. She asked me for a fuck free uh, episode oh, for, her, happen. for her birthday. She said, don't say fuck. Uh-huh. For her birthday. Yeah. That's yeah. what she said. Yeah. This I show said, would be better with less <laughs> F words. Yeah. Uh, I told her probably won't happen. Yeah. Seeing as it's your favorite word. Yeah. It does have a lot of diversity in the word, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can express a, a lot of emotions using that word. Yeah, you can. You um, can. So, sorry, Ma. Uh, I'll probably just get you another book. All right. <laughs> now it's what you really want to talk about. My so boys. Your yeah. boys. I mean, 
you, you know what? Hey, hold this on. Is... Sorry, Diane. We fucking did it, didn't we? <laughs> oh, come on. This is this is yet another step in what you guys need to be doing. This was a match Absolutely. that you, granted, you didn't have a lot of players, and it was Brentford's first game back in the Prem, and there's a lot that goes into that, but you lost embarrassingly in that match 2-0 because you got worked. You really got worked in that But it, it's, it's not even just that, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is that, yes. But it, you add on top of it the way we started this season and then lost to United, right? <laughs> so it was also not even exercising those demons. It was also presenting new, we're coming up. We're, right. we're, it, was, it was finding those legs, right? Right. right. Following the loss at Manchester United, yeah? It, it's how we responded, not only how we revenged, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. We had both things to do, and we did them. What's, we did them convincingly. What's impressive in that is that you even got the opposing team's manager to just go, oh, yeah, they whipped our ass. Like, they, they worked us. Like, in, his, in Frank's post-presser, he was just like, I don't know what you're going to say. We got to go back to the drawing board. We, what got, I, we just got soundedly beat. It was lovely. Don't get me wrong. I, I find it kind of childish from a player standpoint because it's our job to do that. It's AFTV's job to do this. It's mm-hmm. it's that sort of situation. Right. No less than 30, what, eight minutes after full time. Gabrielle's yeah. Twitter was just a nice kick about with the boys want to. Well, that was Ivan Tony's tweet the year after prior. The fir- right. So you're top of the league. You don't need to sink to that level. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. It's, I get it. It's, no, it's very funny. Shit. Listen, but I also I, I said when I saw that tweet, I was just like, I was like, yeah, the, the, I'm a, it's don't get poignant, me wrong. It's more poignant coming from Ivy Tony because <laughs> yeah. they hadn't been in the press yeah. for 70 years. Exactly. And they just beat exactly. One of the best, most exactly. Clubs. Don't like, get me wrong. So him saying it was fun. I'm, I'm a petty cunt. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a petty motherfucker. Yeah. But in this situation, it made you look small. No. And it, 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 it made, the, it gave gravitas. To his tweet. It gave gravitas to Brentford, if that makes sense. And it made him look tiny. Yeah. And that's not... When you're on the ascendancy in the league in general, that you don't want to look small. Right, right. And you look like it's it's living rent-free for fucking, what, 17 months or some shit? Right. Now, it's um, not good. I'm going to hold my second comment about the Gunners for a second. I want to switch over to Brentford for a it's moment. It's also only 13 months, um, by so the way. I want to um, switch over to uh, Brentford real quick. Um, there was a call in the second half that I, I immediately called you and went, that's bullshit. The absolute bullshit. Yes. It was a ball yep. outside the box on a free kick coming in that an Arsenal player grabbed a Brentford player and pulled him down. And the 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 play got called. Great. You called the foul. My response to you, Mr. Graham, was, where's this bravery? 
every fucking time yep. there's a free kick inside the box. Every 100%. single corner. Like, you're calling that because it was safely outside the box. Mm-hmm. And you just wanted to look like you had control of it. Because it how was, many times did we it was say just so infuriating? How many times did we say in general, like, oh, if that right that he got dragged down or whatever in the box, was it good enough? Well, in a center circle, it's a foul. Right, we we've seen it, yeah, right. Right. over and over and over again. So why are we surprised by it? It yeah. it, it doesn't. You know, it, it's infuriating. Don't get me wrong, because they should get it right. They should apply the fucking rules to every play that happens. Right. But in but they, they don't. And and for me, it was just. And it, it's not even just a, like a big six thing or yeah. a. It's just the just, audacity. Well, the audacity. How many times does it happen on a weekly basis in general? I, I told, They just get it wrong. And the thing that I told you when I when I called about that was. I was like, that is clearly a ref making a call because you're winning and you're firmly in control of the match. And that is precise. Like, it's legitimately him showing favoritism to the mm-hmm. team that is trailing. Now, I set up all of that for the following. Because what Ivan Tony almost pulled off on that kick was fucking magnificent. The, the one guy running over the ball as he ran over the ball... Just backheeled it back to Ivan Tony, who flicked it up in the air to himself and then volleyed it and missed the goal by like, I mean, less First than six off, inches. That was, I watched that and I was like, I could live for that shot right there. I will tell you, Aaron Ramsdale had that covered. Oh, he did. He Not did. an issue. But. More of that, please. Get, get it, son. <laughs> yeah. Come um, on. I like to see it. Thomas Frank. That shit Alzari at his that, best. That that play worked. We want to see it again. Do it every match. Because one of those is going in. And we're all going to collectively lose our fucking 100%. Yeah. We, we, everyone. Everyone. Fucking Fulham fans will be running around going, goal of the season. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah. No. They won't. They'll be like, it's probably a really good one. Because <laughs> it's Fulham. Got to be Fulhamish. Very Mel, true. Mel. Uh. Has my mom gotten back in touch or no? No, I, I think she bailed oh, out on the third fuck. fuck. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I mean, come on. That was expected. Um, Sam, last last question, and then we'll wrap this segment up. <laughs> well, in fact, not a question. I'm going to say this as a comment, and then you can go with it. All right. I hate that. Starting to look like contenders, aren't you? I I think that we are playing very good football at the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of season. I think we are going to be There's a lot of season there, there was, or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If Liverpool and City keep fucking fucking off and dropping some points, it won't matter how you do against them. It won't fucking matter. Yep. You're winning you're winning matches you're supposed to win. You're checking it's if you make a checklist, right? Like let's let's go back and look at what Lester did. Now I'm not saying that you're like, you know, like you're some minnow we beat like them Lester. twice that season, right. by the way. I'm not saying you're some minnow like Lester was in that great run, but there's a checklist. What are you doing right? What are you doing as it goes down the way? We're winning the games we should be winning. We're also winning the games without our starting lineup, right? right. Zimchenko was out. Partey was out for a time. 
We still won games. We still did what we had to do. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we're continuing to do that. That that is correct. That's your on going the down face the- of it. That is a championship season, especially when you look at it through American glasses. And there's there's a lot more. There's a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. You got to get there, but the, it's. It's a this, long way to go, man. This team since Wenger left has not looked like even a Champions League side. Yep. I, this I agree. This is a Champions League side contending for a title. This, they may not win it, and they probably won't win it. This team this team looks like prime Arsene Wenger. They're, they're, it's, it's the mental game. capacity is there. The, 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 the Granite Jaka. Was playing the best football of his life at the weekend. I was about to mention how fucking gorgeous. What a complete turnaround in his career. Get in, like it's 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 a weird place to be in because I don't think we'll win the Premier League, but we're at the top of the Premier League. Yeah, we're now at a international break. We're coming into a World Cup. I mean, we do have a lot of internationals, but. But there's, say, say, say. But there's a lot of weird shit that hold can on, happen, wait. you know? City has a lot of premier internationals, right? Captains and starters mm. for their their national teams. Yeah. What if they get hurt? Yeah. What happens to yeah. City all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Uh, conversely, that could happen to us as well. I'm not saying we're going to win the title. I don't believe we are. I think it's going to take right. a miracle if that happens. What I'm saying is, is the way the World Cup is placed, the quality players that City have, the quality players that Liverpool have, Chelsea, Tottenham. <laughs> Who is tired when they come back? Yeah. Who is hurt when they come back? Who is, why can't Arsenal do it? Yeah, I mean. I don't, when, in when, my, I handed when, you my, when, when my you come shit. Back from, when you come back from the World Cup, Ramsdale's going to be rested. Yeah, he was there. He He's not playing. Ain't playing. Nope. He's not playing. He'll get a match. He'll get a match if England are through to the second round. Guaranteed. He'll get a right. match. That it's, and then like. Jesus will get some time, but not a ton of time with Brazil. Martinelli's down the depth chart. You know, because mm-hmm. he's on the same side as he's over where Richarlison is. Richarlison's playing ahead of him on the on the. Um, um, he he is. He's playing ahead nah. of him on the Brazilian team. What Richarlison? No, you, what Richarlison if you want to hold on to that, that's fine. He's not. He won them. Currently, a, he won not. them. He won them a gold medal. Richarlison's going to be currently. A lot of he is time. not playing in front of Gabriel Martinelli. No, it's it will be Richarlison. Richarlison has or it'll be both, and Martinelli's a because, ten. Because also Richarlison is Richarlison. Just just for our, we're going to have this argument for the simple fact of in a, in a c- country where nobody goes back home and plays, he goes back home and plays all the fucking time. He Richarlison plays. took his shirt off for a goal he didn't score. I'm fine with that, but Gabriel yes. Martinelli starts in front of him. Hey, hey Sammy. Mel. Sammy. Mel. He's so mad right hey, now. Hey, hey Sammy, <laughs> your pro Arsenal agenda, it's showing. And you can find one of those fine shirts at the DU Drip Shack. What a 
Right now. You said the whole thing right here. Why are you got to step all over me? You're doing it all fucking true. Because you're a cunt. Can I at least, <laughs> I drive the bus, you fucking, oh. Sam, are we good? Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Aston Villa won, Southampton won, Newcastle won, Bournemouth won, Everton won, West Ham nil. Um, Sammy, before we get into the matches, I would like to check in on one of our friends who was the first guest host of this show. And unfortunately, because as it's been known, the 20, for tw- the 20 Club show tends to go a little long. He wasn't able to stick around. And uh, uh, Brad very famously uh, stepped in in his gracious way to uh, cover um, yeah. all things. Gracious single. is a loose term. It's definitely time for us to talk to our good friend, Paul, with the stateside seagulls and check in on the fucking seagulls. You mean the guy that didn't fucking tell us he was moving? Yeah, but he moved and he did all that. It's okay. Don't worry about it. He doesn't have to check in. Get my way downtown. Walking fast. I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. That is true. You do have theme music. Paul, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, man. Did you get a chance to uh, hear your uh, compadre, your frenemy, Brad, uh, talk, uh, do the uh, recap of your team for the 20 Club show? I don't pay attention to anything down in 16th place. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. You know, it's the Gatwico didn't happen this weekend, but it's very important to make sure that we still have Gatwico spirit on the show. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell Jan to listen Absolutely. to this. Jesus. <laughs> She'll be turned right off. All right. So there's, a, despite not having a match, there's obviously, there's some shit that's been going on at uh, at Brighton because you're off to a great start uh, first and foremost. Hold on, I, Sammy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can I quickly? Yes. I just want to put it out there because every time someone gets fired, mm-hmm. the Voldemort meme uh-huh. Is strong. Right. Potter. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. And I'm here for it. But finally it happened. Yeah, it's uh I know Everton wanted Potter. I know Villa wanted Potter. Um finally uh Sunderland wanted Potter. Portsmouth wanted Potter. <laughs> fucking who doesn't want Potter? Uh, my off, goodness. You guys have been off to a great start, and unfortunately, you know, you're your coach decided to move on and you can't blame him. It's a good opportunity. He's, you know, even if he fails, he's not failing. He'll have a job. He'll he'll get a job. This can't be a show title, but he's the Johnny sins of football management. (laughs) The most in demand. All right. We need to shut the fuck up and let Paul talk. Paul, (laughs) Tell us us your thoughts and feelings on, uh, on uh, Graham Potter's departure. Yeah, well, first, I mean, I've been saying it for for years now, but there's never a boring time to be a Brighton fan. It's always it's always a roller coaster. So it's you know, it's, the, the start to the season was probably a little bit too smooth. We, we knew something was going to happen, so we didn't necessarily think this was going to happen. But you know what? Shit happens. I, look, here's the thing. I I think that you're right. You can't really blame him for taking that that job. It's you know. It's, it's Chelsea, obviously. We, we thought it was going to be inevitable that he was going to move on at some well, hey, capacity, but, whether it was... Besides that, though, ahead, you also have the, the free hit in Chelsea for Graham Potter, yeah? It's, if I do well, I do well. But if I don't, it's Chelsea. Right. I well, get fired in six months. 
It's <laughs> that that's true. That is Chelsea. very true. Who cares? You know what I mean? And I, I think that's underplayed in this storyline. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's underplayed in the storyline. If it was Arsenal think, looking for Graham Potter, he may not have taken it, is my point. You know what I mean? I yeah, I mean I think that the biggest thing at least from a Brighton perspective, is that it's not. We're not really concerned about the fact that he left at all. Um, we knew that he was going to at some point. It's just the timing of it, and the fact that he took pretty much everything but the actual players themselves. He took the whole coaching staff, pretty much everybody. Club legend Bruno had been with the club for ten years. Took him with him as well. So it just it, we knew he was going to go at some point. It's just the timing and kind of the way that he did it. Was it just really left a sour taste in everybody's mouth? I was gonna say that's got to sting taking taking the whole staff with them. Yeah, it, it definitely was not a very good time to be, to be a Brighton fan. Uh, at least until yesterday, when we signed Roberto Deserbi, who I am sure is going to do even better than Grand Potter did at Brighton. I mean, Champions League, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that almost uh, <laughs> brought me into a good segue. Uh, where the queen died in the sorting hat just kind of figured it out, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, I would say. <laughs> that was, it didn't land after that <laughs> bombshell, I damn mean, it. I would say, I would say, I would say. <laughs> but in Paul, my head was a fantastic line. Paul, that was. You're welcome. I mean, that worked out. You're welcome. That worked out well. I mean, you end up missing two weeks. It's, you know, you get time to kind of really go out and do a proper managerial search and not just have to like quickly, how are we going to oh, fix this problem? Yes. And they got uh, professor Snape in from Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> how do you feel about him? What do you, the, the words surrounding the new manager are, he's a philosophy based guy. He likes possession football. He's Graham Potter jr. You know, for lack of a better term for him. What do you think uh, about this new manager and what you've seen so far? Yeah, it's definitely, you know, obviously terrible way that it happened, uh, but it was a really positive thing that we ended up getting almost a month of no games um, so that we were able to kind of pick, the, pick up the pieces after Grandpa left and hopefully Deserby can come in and, and pick up those, you know, kind of strewn pieces and bring the team back together and keep us going you know, hopefully in the top 10, hopefully even in the top four, who knows? Um, but, I, you know, I think that everything that I've seen about the Derby, obviously I'm not going to pretend that I knew anything about him before Potter left. Um, I have seen a few clips of, of teams that he's been at, such as Sassuolo and Shakhtar Donetsk. It, it really does seem like it's kind of continuing in the vein of Graham Potter. So when we, Sign Graham Potter was changing the system entirely from Chris Hutton's more defensive play. And I feel like now it's kind of, we've established where we're going and how we want to play. And it's not yeah. necessarily dependent on Graham Potter being there. It's just, you know, we're going to kind of go forward with that style of play and find the coaches who can best fit that. And yeah, I think yeah, that, I mean, you know, I'm really excited to see sense. where the Zerby can kind of take us because, you know, everything that I've seen, and admittedly, it hasn't been too, too much, but everything that I've seen has been, you know, really possession based and then quick counters and quick attacking to kind of catch the defense off guard. And I think that that really suits the players that we have well. And I think that that really 
kind of is exciting to see that we're not just kind of figuring out, okay, we need to sign somebody. It doesn't matter how they coach. We know how we want to set the team up and we need to find a coach who can match that. Well, yeah, fair. So, so Paul, that kind of leads me into the next question slash comment is the one thing I think that has become very noticeable since Hewton left the side and Potter has taken over is that this team and this organization thrives on next man up, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, Fair. Uh, you know yeah. also when, a good point. Whenever we lose a player, it's just, we got the next guy. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's gone. Fine. Uh, Basuma's gone. We've got the next guy. Um, Look at Mutt Poo like, and, and uh, yeah, whoever. Caseta, uh, is it? That's the. Uh, Caseta, yeah. Moises yeah. Just right in. Just quietly yeah, slides right, right in. That. Does the job? It just it just always seems like it's next man up. Do you kind of feel like with the managerial change that it that's almost the same idea? Here's the philosophy. Here's what we're doing. Next man up. Keep the fucking train moving. We're we're going in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely something that kind of comes from the top down. So Tony Bloom and and the, the managerial or the, the ownership of the club, they really know kind of what the goals are long term, and they're not really focused on you know a win here, a win there. They're focused on how the club is going to be sustained going forward, whether a coach leaves, whether players leave. So having, you know, the academy set up really well, having um, the transfer policy be focused on recruitment of young players instead of just kind of making, you know, big splashy signings. I think that's really part of the way that Brighton operates. And then, you know, obviously I don't think the plan was to have the entire managerial staff leave all at once. Um, But, you know, there was, succession planning in place to find a replacement when Graham Potter did leave. Because again, we all kind of knew that was going to happen one way or the other. We just didn't know it was going to happen so soon, but you know, you can tell that they were really, they had a plan in place. And, you know, I think that that's really something that Brighton excels at is having those ideas in mind and knowing where we're going to go, you know, win, lose or draw, no matter what happens, we know where we're going. No, and also, I mean, you buy you buy low, you sell high. Like, think of exactly. what you brought Cucurella in for. I mean, you only had him for a season. Uh, 70 fucking millions, really nice. Really nice. Exactly, exactly. That, that fills the coffers real quick. Now, um, let's get a, a little bit, I kind of get away from just talking about Potter because that's the obvious easy thing to talk about. How happy are you with the start of the season so far? The team's got it together. Well, can can I jump in real quick? Mm-hmm. Graham Potter was such an integral yeah. part. Stop of, it! St- <laughs> Stop it! I, I would I would tend it to was, say I would. It's only sunshine and rainbows over yeah. here. Don't no no no. I I expect I expected a little bit of a drop back from for Brighton because I was like you know Cucurella Basuma that's just two big uh, losses. Like, it's it's and, like when Harry and, lost the Sorcerer's Stone uh, exactly. for the second time, <laughs> but then he but brought it back. But again, that next man up mentality just seems to kind of keep working, and with let, let's face it. Your normal teams that finish in that quote seventh to tenth place area, which is you know your West Ham, Everton, um, Wolverhampton, like those teams aren't playing well. They aren't playing well at all. So that next guy up spot that you know who's the best of the rest after the top six 
it's sitting there waiting to be taken by you guys. You know, why shouldn't it be? Yeah, no, I, I think that that's exactly that's right. You know, I, I, I think that, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's crazy to think that it's been a couple of weeks now since we've had a match. Like, we're still in fourth, even after the matches this weekend went by. And it's, it, it, it's difficult to anticipate, like, oh, yeah, we're going to finish top four, we're going to finish top six because of where we are right now because you don't know how the players are going to adjust to deserve yeah. football. And, you don't know how sure. things are going to move past, you know, Potter leaving. I think that the spirit of at least the fan base, since we actually have, you know, managerial staff in place and things are kind of becoming a little bit more stable now that, that Potter left and, and the dust is settling a little bit. I think that there's still that excitement around the team that, you know, obviously we're still in the top four. We don't know how long that's going to last, but we know what we did last year. We know how close we were to having those things happen the year before that, except, you know, we couldn't actually put the ball in the net. The XG was off the charts, but we, you know, finished in 15th, 16th, whatever it was. Um, but I think that there's been, as you said, there's been that, that gradual progression year over year since we've been in the Premier League. We've been, you know, having that next guy up mentality. So, you know, the players that do leave, it's not, you know, going to hinder us too, too bad. And we're going to have players who are going to fill up fill those shoes and, and really take us hopefully to the next level. And, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what Deserby can bring. Obviously, I think the first few matches, especially Liverpool away for his first match, the Premier League and for Brighton, I think that's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be t- difficult to see where it's going to go just based off of that result specifically. But, you know, the first month, the first couple of months to see if we're maintaining that momentum that we had to begin the season or if we're, you know, we're dropping back a little bit. I think that it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, those first few matches and, and where we can go building off the momentum or we're going to be, you know, kind of looking over our shoulders again. But that, that brings up a great point in, in, in terms of your goal scorers, right? You got rid of Mope. You got, you know, who's. Yeah, you're welcome for it. that. Can Danny Welbeck stay fit? <laughs> can Danny Welbeck stay fit? Is this. You know, the second coming, what are we going to do here? You've got Trossard contributing. You've got... Uh, McAllister. McAllister contributing. You have Danny Welbeck, uh, not necessarily on the score sheet, but definitely involved. He's, in he's a, doing the shit work. In a bunch of goals. He's, yeah. he's doing all the shit work. Uh, Pascal Gross has been a fucking revelation. How long can you yeah. keep that up? When... Is the focal point necessary to continue that team growth? When do you find the guy that goes, I'm going to get 17? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that that's, I think that for, we've been me, as a Brighton fan base. Concern yeah. about your team. For me, that's I think that that's been the concern from the fan base too, is that every transfer window, we, we wonder when the striker is going to come in and it never does. And, that's the, the kind of the, the blessing and the curse of the transfer policy is that it's very focused on, you know, buying, buying young players, you know, buying low, selling high. And, and so bringing in a splashy signing at striker would be great. It would, you know, probably propel us up the league, but I think that that's just, it, it, it's not necessarily what Brighton does. And it, it's kind of frustrating in that way, but the way that we've been playing so far this season and a lot of last season as well, 
was that it wasn't necessarily dependent on the strikers scoring goals. I know it sounds kind of strange, but like Mope's role, his best roles were not necessarily scoring the goals, but were setting up the goals, setting up possession and playing out. So it's, it, in, all, it's not in all fairness, his completely job, crazy. Mopey's best job is just stirring the fucking pot. But yeah, well, y'all, yeah, for no, sure. I mean, every team needs a shit house. You're absolutely yeah. right. But oftentimes, a striker's best role is not scoring goals. It's creating space. It's right. finding that pass. Yeah, one one guy gets the attention of two mm-hmm. center half backs and Correct. makes them have to exactly hundred percent. Yeah. And so I think that that's definitely something that we showcase a little bit more than other teams is that we always want there to be a striker that has 17, 18 goals, but, you know, Pascal Gross may lead the, may lead the team in goals this year. Alexis McAllister may. And so it looks like we don't have that dominant striker, but we're scoring goals from everywhere else. But then, and that's going yeah, to be exactly. yeah, yeah. the thing the that goals. really kind of puts us yeah, that's going to be the thing that really propels us either toward Europe or that brings us down. Well, it's not necessarily the strikers scoring the goals. It's going to be how just, the team you, sets up. You just answered my question then, because therein lies the conundrum. If the goals dry up from the people that aren't really meant to do it, where do you finish? Right, right. It's your words outside Europa. If you don't have a 17-goal scorer, a guy that's meant to be there doing it day in, day out, like Erling Holland, like Gabriel Jesus, like Diego Costa. Uh, <laughs> the spent version of Diego Costa. It's just funny. That was part of the yes. joke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have that guy, then you might not be there. If those goals dry up, you're done for. Right. Well, and, but, and, and you're sitting in twelfth, and you go, "Well, I, shit." I would. I would also and say that's I would also my say, problem with it. I would also say that probably Brighton's idea is to continually progress forward, but to not put yourself in a scenario yeah, yeah, yeah. where you no, could drastically yeah, drop yeah. back. Now, um, no, one, the, the, it's a calculated move to not, yeah. you know, spend seventy five million on somebody crazy. Right. So I get that one. That's not my problem. One last uh, question for you, Paul. And then I want to, you know, obviously I want you to promote all things, uh, um, stateside seagulls and kind of get, you know, make sure people know where they can find you. But, um, even let's take Potter completely out of the discussion and where you were at the start of the last season, last season, you finished in 10th place. You finally had a top 10. Ninth place. place. Ninth place. Very good. So, <laughs> that extra, that extra couple million pounds. That's important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, and, and my apologies for getting it wrong. I see. Unlike my, uh, unlike my co-host who needs to make a thousand and one hashtag research needs to make a thousand and one fucking Harry Potter jokes. I can actually admit self-fault and reflect and continue going while he plays with his hair. There is a, quite a discussion on how many more Harry Potter jokes there will be in the chats. Don't and, encourage them. Don't and encourage will them. any of them land? <laughs> oh, oh, I can tell you right no, now. No, none of them. The, the, the over-under on jokes is five. Will any of them land? The number is zero. It's a push because we know none of them will. Now, here's the uh, thought process. With the team in the natural progression forward, where do you want to see this team finish this season? Where do you think that they finish this season? 
there's always that part of me that just is looking over my shoulder and hoping we finish 17th. But I know that we need to shoot higher and I know that we are. And I think that for the club going forward and I, the vision of the club going forward and for me personally, I, you know, anything beyond a top 10 finish, even with the managerial change so early in the season, I think that that would be kind of a detriment to where we were going, especially based off of last year. So I think top 10 is, is that has to be the goal. And if Europe would be the icing on the cake. I, we, we jokingly call it the McRib cup, the uh, conference league. It's right there in your face. It's right there. I'll, it I'll is, take it on. I would love it. It is right there to be had. And, and frankly, you, you're, you're good enough to, I, it's like Newcastle uh, seems to not want to be getting points, even though they're getting you know, yeah. uh, money an influx of money. Uh, Palace is improved, but they're still sitting at the bottom half of the table. So if you're not getting points, like you're like, eh. and then like the other clubs that I mentioned before, they're not there. Like, I don't think West Ham's getting back into Europe again. I know Everton's not getting there. I know Wolves aren't getting there. I know Leicester's not getting there. So it's got to be fucking somebody. Why the hell shouldn't it not be you? Like when you why not right? Kind of, when you're just kind of deducting everything, you're looking and you're going like, it's right fucking there for you. You, it's it's there. Go get it. It's there for you. So. Um, Paul, thank you very, very, very much for your time. And um, just please let everybody know where like-minded uh, Seagulls fans can find each other and all that good stuff. Uh, uh, HarryPotter.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a half chuckle. <laughs> cunt. Cunt. Absolute cunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Go to, Paul, the, the, the floor is yours despite what you tries to do. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. We're at uh, BHAFC stateside on Twitter and Instagram, stateside seagulls. Um, we're also on Facebook, stateside seagulls. Uh, we're also we have a website, stateside seagulls, seagulls com. If I know how to talk. Um, and then, uh, we're also having some pretty exciting things going on. We would have set up something for the fan fest in Philadelphia, but we played a Friday. So we get no promotion at all. Yeah, that's so that's lame. fun. That's lame. Um, that's so, so yeah, but if anybody is also up there and is a Brighton fan, then I will be there for sure. So uh, for sure, uh, follow us on, on all the social medias and look out for us. And, and obviously I, I welcome everybody who comes into the Brighton bandwagon when we finish first this season. I, I quickly, uh, where you moved? Isn't it like two PM there? No, he went to LA. No, I'm here. I'm back here. Yeah, I, oh, you're so back. I, I, yeah, I, I just went out there for vacation. I was there, never moved there. So. Yeah, I dare I say his move had a lightning bolt strike <laughs> it, <laughs> I, I, um, and now he has a certain scar on his forehead. <laughs> Okay. Anywho, is that, is that oh, boy. Joke, Sam? <laughs> no, he's that's trying, a, he's trying <laughs> to get that five. He's trying to get that another. Five. I'm stopping. Just him. Paul, I will be in. Uh, I will be in Philly that Saturday. So let's get together. Let's hang out. Let's definitely. I would love to buy you a drink and let's I, go have some fun. I wish I could. That's yeah. uh, Tegan's thirteenth birthday. Yes, I know. Uh, which now I'm supposed to spend with my ex-wife in the same room. Because oh. Tegan wants that. Uh, 
Good luck. Yeah, well, well, you 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 go right ahead and drop as many um, <laughs> great jokes as you've done so far, and I'm sure that entire day will go swimmingly. Paul, thank you again for your time, brother. Appreciate it. Good it. Thank you, thank you, sir. All the best. All right, so Grammy, let's go ahead and get into the Oso that happens games. Oh um, fuck. Big, we have more to talk about. Yeah, big, big fucking win for Villa. I mean, it was not pretty. Oh. It was not pretty at all. This but, is a good game to talk about, though. But but it fucking counts, man. I mean, yeah, when you're when 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 you're Villa and you're and you're struggling, I, and you're having a hard time. You get that W. I think Villa like, deserved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be they honest, did. They did. at, at the end well. of the day, I think they deserved it. Um, um but it was ugly. This now, game was ugly. I would say the following about Southampton. Here's what you're going to get with a young team. You are going to suck balls on the road. <laughs> you are going to have a hell of a time on the road with those fans yelling and screaming, and you're just not. Well, I mean, you're going to have a tough time. Famously, and they at home, they did. At home, they lost nine 0 twice. <laughs> yes, they, yes, um, they did. Yeah, at home doesn't do much better for them. So, historically. I mean, so for me, with Southampton, you're not going to do well on <laughs> on the road. What you do at home is going to be paramount to how you finish this season 100% because uh, I could see them winning maybe one or two total points. I see them getting less than five on the road to be so honest with you. Kenny texted me and told me they deserved to win this game. Aww. No, they didn't. They were horrible. Bless Kenny's little heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bless your little cotton socks. Actually didn't happen. I just want to mention his name without mentioning nine nil. <laughs> Uh, he didn't tell me that uh, because Southampton were fucking atrocious. Villa were at, on top in mm. every statistical category that you could worry about. Villa were on top. And um, Martinez came up when he was due to come up and made some saves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He you know, does. the couple times that it happened, he was there for it. So it, it's all that matters, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean it's a good professional win. Now uh, moving on to the next one, um, cherries seem to be kind of figuring it out. I don't know. Again, I I told you this is one of those like give it to the guy that doesn't want it jobs. Yeah, right. True. And. Well, <laughs> Uh, Philip, I will say this much. Philip Billing, who obviously, for those of you who don't what know, what a touch! He was with uh, Huddersfield Town the uh, two years that they were up in the Prem, and uh, he is really starting to grow. Like when you talk about teams that are going down, who are the guys who are going to have a job in the Prem afterwards? No, it's early in the season, but I'm already looking at that guy going. Somebody's going to want him. Somebody is definitely going to want him like i feel like yeah that's like that he he's doing it right great touch. it's a good he touch had that great goal last uh two weeks ago really good just, touch this oh, time yep really getting it together the 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 question is really with uh uh bournemouth is it, can you stay that organized all the time yeah i don't think they can <clears throat> I, I, I don't think, think more often either. than not, they're going to lose the game. Whether it's this guy or the next manager or whoever, I don't think they'll be able to, to keep up this level of enthusiasm. I, I think as the season goes on, it's going to get worse. But at least for now, they're starting to kind of figure it out. For new yeah, co- They're making it interesting. Yeah. 
for for Newcastle, here's a few thoughts that are getting concerning. First off, it's you need to be getting more than one point. There's a lot uh, of yeah. draws. If they if they seriously, because part of this process is yes, they now have a blank check, right? But that blank check, if you look at what City did and how they grew, is they got to Europe. This team ain't getting to Europe right now. The way they're doing, it's gonna be it's gonna be a ninth place finish and a ninth place finish doesn't get you in fucking Europe, which Correct. is the next fucking step. And here's here's You're the other right. thought. Here's the other thought. Are they lost without St. Maximon? Because that's where they seem to not have their shit together. They're not as creative, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but in general, I think they'll turn this draw streak around as they grow as a team together. They obviously haven't had a, a ton of time. Isaac came in in January, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, they haven't had a, a huge amount of time together. Uh, Gimaresh, who is a crucial part of the team, started his first game in four, right? Uh, you then had, uh, what's his name, out? Callum Wilson's been mm-hmm. out, so you don't have your point, man. Right. Well, and Isaac's, I think. Uh, I, I I mean, he's not a point, man. He's definitely somebody yeah. that, that plays all-face central striker. Yeah. Um. I think they'll play a four four two or a three five two, yeah. Right. And he's Zach will be up there, but he's he's definitely a Michael Owen kind of striker well, where he fair enough. Fair enough. plays off a of front man. Um I think it'll come for Newcastle. I think there's a, a positive feeling and a confidence about that team. Um I just don't think they have the tools in general right now to turn that into wins. I, I can already say that the who finishes 7th through 10th is going to be a very interesting story because I don't know if there's anybody who necessarily wants it, and the clubs who are st- who are historically there aren't going to be there this year. Mm. They're not going to be. Like, Leicester, West Ham, and Everton are not going to be, and Wolves are not going to be here there this year, and that's normally the teams that are there. They ain't going to be there. Fair. That's where I think Brighton come in. Right, who's who's it going to be? Well, mm-hmm. that same thing as we just talked about with Paul. Doors wide open for Newcastle. Walk oh, yeah. the walk the fuck through. But in order to walk the yeah, fuck but they're through, one six and one. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to walk the fuck through, you know what you need? You need three fucking points. You need to stop getting fucking one fucking point. Like yep. you know, like that's you've fair. Gotta, Absolutely like, fair. You you drew fucking City three to three for crying out loud. Like you gotta fucking step it up. You really do. Um, Sammy, I told you, I told you on, uh, on, um, injury time. I told you. Toffees are on the board, baby. Woo. I'm a happy man. (laughs) Yeah. Mel, anything? (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was honestly, it was not a very attractive game, especially the first half. That first half of football was God awful in comparisons to what we woke up to and watched in your match with Brentford and Arsenal, which was just stylistically great. The first half of Everton West Ham was shit football. So I'll ask Mel the question again, please go right ahead. Are are you good? Do you, is there anything we have to discuss here? I mean, I'd like some uh, chips maybe after the show. That would be really lovely. I can kill Everton won. Yeah, well done. Good um, job. How many games in? Seven? Took you long enough. You got... Uh, I, would, I would say... Uh, uh, now, this doesn't... 
This doesn't fix the problem because players like Cody Tarkovsky and uh, Adrisa Ganagay are all, they're all. <laughs> oh, oh Nana was immense in this right. game, by the way. What's my name? Oh, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Oh, what's my name? Okay. Can my I finish? man. We're, we're talking about my team. Can I finish my thought, please? Because I'd like no. you to talk like crazy he was about you. Excellent. Those three guys are all very key to why Everton has improved, but they're also all in their 30s on two year deals. So they are band aids. They are not the fix, right? But I will tell you this if I heard it once, I heard it 10 times. You know why I heard it 10 times? Because he did it 10 times. Another interception by Idris Gay. Another interception by Idris Gay. Another interception by Adri- like and all over, over the place and as well. over and over. He was all over, over the place again. as well. It wasn't just in one part of the pitch. We talked about it. That happened the- on the right side of the penalty box. It happened on the left side, halfway between midfield. It happened on the right side, it's, fucking two thirds up. It's the old. He adage. was all. Over the place. Man of the match for me. If if two-thirds of the earth are covered by water, the other third is covered by a dressing gown. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, we talked about it in the Derby, and it's it's I hate to say that it's that it's just that simple, but it really is just that simple. No shit. Somebody to cover the center backs and let the other two midfielders actually go create. And it's amazing what happens when they when you do that. Now, turning our attention <laughs> Still to love Onana. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking love the kid Fantastic. too. Fantastic. I, I got to show you. There's a video of him, uh, Awobi, Damari Gray, and Yuri Mina in the locker room doing a dance, and Onana is just all. It's because he's so likey, and he's just it's, all over the place. It's fabulous. Yeah. You'll love it. Um, right. But um, moving on to West Ham, and the, but then we're going to go ahead and wrap this segment up. Is is it all finally catching up to West Ham? Is the schedule the 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 playing Europe? Is it no, all? I don't I don't think so. I think it's a a managerial issue. Okay, where they are is kind of getting by. Okay, for n- no reason. Right. Okay. They have the bodies. Play play the players. Right. But you stick with the same starting lineup every goddamn game. Mm-hmm. And then 62 minutes rolls around. Okay, Skamaka comes on. Why? Just start him. I, Just I, try it. I Just will, do, do I, something. I will say that um, they, Just try it. West Ham came off very predictable in, in the match. That's what I'm saying. And, that That's my point. It's, it's very David Moyes. So I'm by no means I'm by no means saying that West Ham are in real trouble. West Ham are going to dig themselves out of this, but West Ham are finally doing what every single team that makes it to Europe does. Right? Whenever remember when it was Bolton who did it, when it's Everton who's done it a few times, when it was Wolves who've done it, when it was Southampton who have done it, when those teams Burnley was another one who did it. You get into Europe and then suddenly all of those games start to be too much. And what tends to fail and what tends to fall off? The league. And you look at all those teams when they were in Europe, that year that they're in Europe, you're looking at them, they're like, why are they in 16th, 17th, 18th place? Well, because they're playing an extra two to three games a month yeah, that nobody else here, is playing. Here's my problem is West Ham have the squad. Mm-hmm. Play the squad. <laughs> Rotate. Do things. Help your players relax, and they don't. Yeah, fair they enough. They don't. Fair enough. 
And uh, I like I said, I think they're I think they're very safe. I think they're definitely going to be fine. But uh, they definitely need to start getting some fucking W's. They need to start getting their Hundred. shit together. And uh, more importantly, Hundred. Sammy, we're on the board. Yeah, Mel? Uh, Andrew, piping in with a comment. Uh-huh. Uh, the thing with Onana being so fantastic terrifies him. He wants to institute the H. John Benjamin policy from 22 Jump Street. Nobody tell him he's good or he'll leave the shitty program. <laughs> you know what? Fair. First, first time a guest comment is ending the segment. Sure money. Mr. Graham, go ahead. Lead us in. I'm down $600. Did, did you write your little thing? I had left you a piece of paper to write on your, your thing there. Yep. Okay. Sure did. Because, you know, you're writing on your thing. You know why you're writing on your thing? You know what I'm not doing? You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> the Dort Spirac Couple of Losers. welcome. And uh, for those of you who don't know, whenever Mr. Graham and I go out uh, gambling, uh, particularly at the horse track, we always get ourselves a drink. The first one to finish the drink sets that cup aside, and we put all losing bets into that cup because it's very, very important to feed the cup of losers so that the betting gods the look gods, down upon you yeah. favorably. And they did for me, Mr. Graham. They did for fucking me because I, you're my good man, I am on the board. I have cut my losses in half, and I am now down $249. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Hey, Mr. Graham, 16.666667% of the time. You know what it does, Mr. Graham? I'm so glad she got rid of that chart. It works 100% of the time. Ha ha! Oh, I am such a happy, happy fucking boy. You're down 600. I'm down just uh, 250, one bet away from getting everything fixed. Pat's down a little, but not as much as you. And you know what else we have? Mel, we don't think we have to do the music because there's not a lot to say, but what's going on with the chicken? Uh, Kitty got the win with Arsenal and finally gets to mount 500 at three and three. Very good. So, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's it on this segment. Right. Nothing. Production. Well, that was exciting. Remember gamble, uh, legally eh, if you want to and responsibly, if you feel like it. Championship corner. I've fallen and I can get up. So, this is where we check in on our championship teams. Mm-hmm. People that have subscribed to the show. As he's talking daftly into the thing. There's been a lot of fun comments oh, in the awesome. section. Oh, awesome. Please like, fill me in. Taylor wanted to know, is it going to come like a whale for Newcastle? <laughs> That's a throwback. No. Uh, Christian asked, did Villa have any Harry Potter jokes that landed? Um, I told him, <laughs> besides uh, Aston Villa, North America, whining about not getting Potter. <laughs> uh, Taylor also noted that Sam is playing Dementor. 
Mm-hmm. That is definitely the the part tonight. And yes. Tim Olson uh, gave a good shout out to Paul for some excellent football talk, and it was so excellent he wasn't sure what show he was listening to anymore. <laughs> hey. that, yes, that is the kind of quality broadcasting <laughs> we give you. Oh, that is brilliant! And I love good. it. Good. So in the midweek, uh, we had Blackburn winning at Watford. We had Wigan winning over Huddersfield. Uh, Cardiff over Borough. Sheffield United over Swansea. Burnley and Preston drew on Wednesday. Luton and Coventry drew 2-2. QPR over Millwall. Norwich beat Bristol 3-2. That eh, matters maybe. Sunderland beat Reading though 3-0. And uh, we had highlights put up on the Drunker United FC group of their third goal. We did. Some Barcelona fucking shit right there. That was a dandy. Uh, It doesn't quite fit in the category of championship corner, but Uh uh, Christian wants to know, but what about Wrexham? You know, (laughs) Wrexham hardly killed him. Yeah. Didn't um, know him. What's the joke there? So never heard of him. Never heard of him. Christian, if you look very carefully. These are the injury. Of course, time I've notes. heard of them. These are the injury time notes, and if you look down very carefully at the bottom, <laughs> I mention Wrexham. Wrexham. Anyway, near killed uh, Quickly for Championship Corner, uh, Sheffield United on top, twenty three points from ten games. Norwich in second place on twenty points from ten games. Reading also won ten games, eighteen points. So very, very close. You have Burnley on 17, Sunderland on 15, and QPR also on 15 points. Excellent. From 10 games played. Down the bottom side, you have Coventry, Huddersfield, Middlesbrough, and West Brom not very far away at all. Two goals away from being relegated. Not good. All righty. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Yeah, just give me a sausage roll. I heard, yeah. Larley knows you need one. Steve Bruce is down 18th place. What's the difference? It's fine. (laughs) Just give me a sausage roll. All right. Next up is going to be injury time where we... uh, You know what? Actually, I do have parting words, Sam, and I think you'll enjoy these parting words. To the surprise of no one. Hold on. Hold on. All it takes is me to try to close out the Uh show, and then suddenly he's inspired. All of a sudden. (laughs) Anyway... I think you would enjoy these parting words. Okay. We had a certain person retire this week. Ah, I did tell you to talk about this. Good job. Yep. Ben Foster. Yep. The England Watford. West Brom. West Brom. Watford. Yeah, he's played for everybody. Man United. Watford. <laughs> yeah. Kind of always seemed to go back there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And he made a fucking career of it. Uh old Ben Foster. He's he's been fantastic. I read you a list of clubs real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh Racing Club Warwick. All right. Stoke City. No. <laughs> that didn't garner anything. No. Stoke City. Bristol City on loan. Uh Tiverton Town on loan. Actually scored two goals for them. Oh, shit. Supposedly. 
Stafford Rangers. Uh, Kidderminster Harriers. Oh, no shit. From Played for Kidderminster. Uh, this past season. On loan in 2004. Wrexham. Mel. Oh, damn near killed him. On loan uh, in 2005. Jimmy. Manchester United. Uh, from 2005 to 2010. Watford. Watford. Birmingham. West Bromwich Albion, West Bromwich Albion, and Watford again for the last four years. Very good. Goalkeepers are often overlooked. Mm-hmm. They should be in a lot of scenarios. I Yeah, sometimes they overlook themselves. Don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with that, but the ones that do stand out, you should talk about. And Ben Foster stood out. Ben Foster was a regular. He made a ton of saves. Um, Let's face it. He played for a lot of teams that were constantly in relegation battles. Constantly. He faced a lot of the battles. ball. Yeah. He also is just a genuinely good person. Right. His uh, YouTube channel is awesome. Uh, the Cycling Goalkeeper. Uh, GK, I think. Uh, not, don't spell that out. He's just an all-around nice guy. There's not really a lot of like things to say about him. He's just like a a good goalkeeper and a good person. Mm-hmm. And he his retiring kind of marks my being old in the game. Now, right, right. Like, you remember when he first came into the league? It's just one of those like <clears throat> I saw him on his debut, kind of, and now he's it's twenty twenty done. a twenty year career. Um, he, he, we 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 talk about you know we we gave big shout outs to um to someone like Leighton Baines and big shout outs to someone like Mark Noble. Um, something should certainly be said about the career of uh of Ben Foster because. He was he was very good at what he did. He never really ever got the chance to really do it for a big club. No, he went to Man United, but yeah. made what twelve appearances or yeah. some shit. So he just he and but but he found a way to constantly work, and he also found a way to find different ways to create and communicate, particularly in you know the modern element of how you do things through his YouTube and podcasting and things like that, and just. Very, very cool dude, and it's worth just taking a quick second and saying, hey, cheers, brother. Like, great fucking career. Well hey, done to you, lad. You, you deserve it. There's honestly, uh, two people I'd love to meet. It, this is legit. <clears throat> James Milner mm-hmm. and Ben Foster. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. You guys who have legitimately. How have you done it this long? They've legitimately seen it all. They've How have you all. done this this amount of time? Right. How did you not get tired of doing it? I I've always said that I would never stop playing until I couldn't walk. Right. And they're still playing the trade older than right me at the highest level. Yeah, exactly. And Ben just decided to retire all of a sudden. Mhm. How can I, like, I couldn't even now shaking his hand, look him in the eye, like you, you did it, you made it. 
well done. Yeah. Like yeah. I've there's nothing I can say to this man. In in the world of professional soccer, you won. You won. Yeah. You won the race. You you did yeah. everything that needed to be done. Big time. It might not be a lot of glory and a lot of trophies that went along, but you you fucking did it. Like you mm-hmm. did it. You know, it's uh there's a lot to be said in, you know, you look in at Hollywood and there's big huge stars. Something to be said for the working actor. The guy who always the guy or gal who always has a job. No. Something to, something to be said for the person on radio who just always has a job. You know, that that you know what? You were never going to be the best at it, but you sure as hell could have an occupation and do it forever and do something you truly loved. And that's uh certainly the case with Ben. So that's fair. All right. That's going to be it, boys and girls. Next up is injury time. We're not going to preview the weekend's action because, well, there's no fucking action to preview. But we are going to talk about the uh, beers we've been drinking throughout the show. We're going to check in on all the fantasy leagues. There was a ton of action with that. And we're also going to uh, check in on our adopted clubs as well. And uh, we might just, we we tend to like to bullshit after shows anyway. So there'll be a little bit of that as well. And should somebody want to check out injury time, Sam, how do they go about doing it? Patreon.com black, uh, backslash. God, Mel, fuck. Not black slash, backslash. Backslash. I mean, the slash is black. It is, it is. It is a black slash. You're not wrong. <laughs> but if you type that in, it's not going to work. Do football yeah. show. Find it there. That's everything. That's everything. That was, that was oh, fuck. We're right on that line. Gotta, it's, time, it's time to just... You it's just, time to say goodnight, Sam. <laughs> Until next week, everybody. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Right A.A. the fucking Gooner Graham Snug of a lord, but straight in shorts Sam Grammy Hit the fucking new button!